Hello and welcome to the Hole in My Heart podcast. This is episode 58. If looks could heal. Yeah, do you like that title? That's I good. If looks could heal. Very nice. Welcome. My name is Lori and I am the executive director of Hole in My Heart Ministries. And I am here with my husband, Matt Krieg. Hello. Who is a licensed therapist and an Argyle expert. Like <laughs> and also a, a flannel aficionado. Yeah. Oh, mm. he was talking today. Go ahead, honey. Tell him your story. Tell him what you want to do. Story you're he said to. he wanted to make himself in oh. in flannel into a flannel graph, and it'd be like all the fl- I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to make little little cutouts of all my flannel shirts and in have a flannel, flannel graph. graph, but not not like the old school Bible flannel graph, like a right. graph of how many times I wear my flannel shirt. Oh, I didn't get the. Oh. Yeah, no, oh, it was nerdier word. than you imagined. Oh yeah. my word! So new to the HIMH store, you'll see it next week. Just kidding. <laughs> And that charming laugher in uh, the corner-ish is producer Steve. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Italiano. Uh, He is our radio, he is a radio host extraordinaire and the most professional voice of us all. That's your second (laughs) Mm, little thing today. You're pretty close there, young lady. I mean, people say they're like, that's Steve's voice. And I'm like, I know, right? (laughs) But we're coming at you from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we actually have an in-studio guest today. And her name is... Kelly Odell. Hi there. Now, Kelly, you have a relationship, a very close one with someone in this room. Mm-hmm. Now, who is that? Someone not wearing flannel. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Pinstripe. Nope. Pinstripes, real classic, classic <laughs> yeah. Steve. Yeah. Now, Kelly is married to Steve. And how, how many years have you guys been married? 26. Yeah. 26. Oh, love it. And you have three boys. One more. Four than boys. That. Yep. How do I not remember these things? It's, I like know you and I always forget track. the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, we are so excited to have Kelly in the studio, and we're actually going to talk today about a ministry that you do that I didn't know that you did until everyone I knew was talking about it, and it actually has to do with clothing. Now, for those of you who are listening and you're like, Lori, I thought you talked about like the intersection between sexuality and the gospel. What do you mean? Clothing. Well, I will tell you that this Kelly O'Dell was such a big help for me In my own, like, um, I guess coming into my own identity of like who I am. And it was actually before I did the Dear Church, I'm Gay documentary. And I was like, oh, my word, this is like a big deal. You can, you know, watch it on Netflix and stuff like that now or Amazon, at least. Um, And I was like, I don't know how to dress like me. I I don't know, like, I know-ish who I am. And then I heard about this ministry that you do that we're going to get into later. And it was such a blessing because you didn't say, this is how you should look, but you just listened to my personality and, like, helped me feel so much more confident on a stage. So I just want to thank you publicly. You are so welcome. It was a delight. Yeah, and I'm just so excited for people to hear just some of the why you do what you do and what you do and uh, hopefully just inspire people, I don't know, to either call you up or just really just be like, okay, this this is me. You know, to step out in that comfortability with our clothing that actually does matter. Yeah. Okay, but before we do that, we are going to move into the question of the week from last week. And guess what I forgot to do? Is what? ask the audience the oh. answer to this. So even though I did it on the podcast, I did have one responder, which is the faithful Foy. Foy, you are our faithful responder. <laughs> his name is spelled F-O-Y. So thank you for responding. Um, I'll just read off his responses to the question of the week, which was, what are your top three favorite movies? 
um, and why. So this is Foy's favorite films. Oh, my word. Yeah. Nice in, alliteration. In flannel. Can you do something else with that again? <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back, baby. Um, but here's his top. I can't even not do all the Fs, Matt. I'm talking myself into a hole right now. Okay. Foy's favorite films are <laughs> Arthur, the original with Dudley Moore. Oh, yeah. From yeah. the 80s. Yeah. I was waiting for the Steve exactly that sentence. So yep. thank you. Anything else you want to say on it besides, oh, from the 80s? Well, I mean... It makes um, alcoholism a, a great source of comedy. <laughs> That's good. Okay. The next one he liked was How to Train Your Dragon and then Spider-Man Homecoming. And I really liked what he said about How to Train Your Dragon uh, because he talks about Philippians 2, 3, and 14. He said are my two most favorite and hated scripture verses because they talk about selfishness and not complaining. And he feels like whenever he reads them, it's like God saying like, this is you. Stop doing this. And there's a scene from um, How to Train Your Dragon where one of the guys is saying to the boy, and he's like, he said, you need to stop. Uh, you just pointed to all of me. And he's like, yes, that's it. Stop being all of you. So he's just <laughs> trying to change him. So anyway, he just feels convicted every time he receives that. So, And he also mentioned how they all have a theme of not fitting in. Um, but I guess I'll start with three of my favorites, too. Uh, Little Women, the movie Little Women, mm -hmm. like the one... Uh, who was it with Winona before she oh. kind of lost it a little bit yeah. uh, Winona Ryder <laughs> and I really like the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade because I really heart Harrison Ford especially <laughs> back then I have a lot of good memories of it just was a fun family film but yep. not with Foy <laughs> um, and then Inside Out of course hello Goofball Island it's just such a good it's mm. therapy we just yeah. gotta do it yep well my three were very easy um, Star Wars the, 1, the, 2, the and 3. The original Star Wars trilogy, not 1, 2, and 3, 4, 5, and 6, <laughs> four, five, please. 4, 5, 6, there yes, you go. Yes. I mean, those are the only ones that I watched every night in high school, so... And literally every night? Like, literally? Like, legitimately, it was what I was falling asleep to every night. Okay, is it also in that order? Like, fave is number 4, and then 5, and then 6? Uh, it's probably 5, 4, 6. And why? I, I feel like I need to ask these questions, mm. although I have no idea why I'm asking them. Well, I Why? think five what is just five? The, the most famous like twist, you know, plot twist ever. I don't really you, know. When you uh, say you know, I actually don't know. Luke, I am your Luke, father. Luke, I am your father. Oh, yeah, there, the, yes, the revelation of course that Darth I know. Yeah. Is Luke's father, yeah. Yes. So, so big, big, you know, plot twist there that other people tried to steal, but dynamic just, character yeah, development. That was that was a dynamic character development, <laughs> much yeah. like Steve Harrington from. Stranger Things. From Stranger yes. Things, yes. yes. It was a dynamic that character. That was dynamic character development. All right. Callie O'Dell, oh, please go okay. ahead. Okay, I have a question first. Yes. Matt, I want to know who you identified with. Was there a character in those movies Darth? that you specifically <laughs> loved? I really identified with Emperor Palpatine. No. His <laughs> 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 <This> pony weirdness. <laughs> yeah. Let the hate flow through, you know. <laughs> That's, that's how Matt therapizes yeah, right. people. That's yeah. his counseling technique. <laughs> yeah, through you, and he doesn't know day. why they don't come back. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, when I was younger, it was definitely with Luke, because um, he was kind of just this out of place, podunk character that was off on this grand adventure. But as I got older, I really appreciated Harrison Ford a lot more because mm -hmm. he was free to be himself in a way that I never really allowed myself to be. Mm -hmm. And so. 
great good question, to know. Kelly. Good to know. I've just been replaced. And I, <laughs> I like it. I'm okay with it. All How right. about you, Kelly? How about yeah. your three faves? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. That was easy. I loved thinking about this question. but Why um, It's a Wonderful Life? I want to be Mary Bailey. She Aww. is my hero. She is everything I wanted to be when I grew up. Because she has that sweet big home and the sweet kids well, and yeah, faithful. She, yeah, and she loved her man and she loved her community and she got really mad when her husband was being a jerk and just yeah. kind of protected her kids and she decorated and fixed up that old house. Aww. I don't know, she's true blue. I just well, love her. That. She got mad, but then the next immediate thing she did as soon as he stormed out was we have to pray for dad. Oh, that's yeah, That's good. this lady right here. Oh, yeah. I love that. Just love Mary Bailey. So it's a wonderful yeah, life. That's yep. That's the t- top one. Then what else do I have? Um, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, anyone? Anyone? Is yes. that I Steve? know it. I don't know if I've seen it. Is it a I, book too? That's there's Jim Henson's involved in that one, right? No. no. Uh, or am I just thinking of Labyrinth? Oh, you're thinking of Labyrinth. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. No, I only know of this movie because of Steve. Okay. Because of his. It's from Mexico. It's Spanish. It's okay. a foreign, foreign language yeah. film. So. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of fa- fantasy, would you say? Yeah. Maybe. It's got that component to it. I think I've seen it in Spanish class. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's where I've heard of it. Okay. Super dramatic, super suspenseful, um, magical. Okay. Love it. Takes you. The magic. Takes you just on a wild ride. It's great. Very suspenseful. And um, then Rushmore. Oh, there you go. Love that movie. That long, it's just good, funny, fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Quirky. Yep. Yep. Steve, any overlap with your wife? Uh, well, no, I intentionally didn't overlap. And I had to. This was really hard for this me. This was like a deep soul searching. Uh, I see a lot of movies. Deep soul searching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love movies. And so what I did to kind of just like constrain myself was I said, okay, it can only be movies that I saw on the big screen. Mm. that I saw in the movie theater, oh. but I would still, you know, watch it at home. It still holds up. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I went with, uh, I actually had the empire strikes back as kind of like on, like it was on the fence. So Which since, number is that? That was number, number five. five. That's the plot twist one. Right. Okay. So since you used that one, I will, I'll just put that over in my like honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I will say that number three is the movie Magnolia. Oh yeah, which is not for everyone. Yeah, it's a, it's a, no can it. be a bit of a tough pill to swallow. Okay, uh, but I think what appeals to me about it is it shows uh, what we're all capable of mm. when left to ourselves. But how it's always even the worst, most depraved one of us has some backstory, you know, yeah. and there's something that's driving that. And so, you know, all fall short for sure. Right yeah. there in that yeah. movie, and all need love, yeah, whether yeah. we believe or know that we have it available to us or not. That's great. That's that movie. Next one is Joe versus the Volcano. I don't know this one. Okay, this is an early Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan rom com. Wow. Okay, think before Sleepless in Seattle. Wow. Um, and it's a fairy tale. It's it's a modern fairy tale. Very interesting. And Joe Banks, the main character, I very much identify with. Mm. He is kind of, uh, he's just, he's going through some tough stuff at the beginning. Yeah. You know, depression. It's, again, made light of. Yeah. Um, yes, he has a brain cloud. Um, <laughs> and anyway, he goes on this adventure. He kind of gets sort of roped into and something comes alive in him. And uh, so anyway, so and he's falling in love at the same time and she's got her own issues as well that she brings to it. So 
Uh, Joe versus the volcano. Yes. I recommend that. Okay. People will watch it and they'll be like, what is with this weirdo? But <laughs> They'll get to know you a little better. Out there. Yep. And then number one by far is a movie called The Tree of Life, hmm. which oh, is yes. cinematic poetry. Yeah, yeah. yep. It yes. is so unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, I've seen it. Like just the, the cinematography, the score, the music. Uh, the acting, it's almost like a prayer all the way through, wow. uh, these characters, they're, ha- they're having dialogue, but mm-hmm. really you're hearing their inner monologue, their conversation with God and their sort mm. of desperate stuff inside. And if you like poetry, it's probably the people who like poetry then. Yes. If it's, it's like this somewhat impressionistic. It you know. came, was it like 12, 15 years ago? I remember. No, not that long. I would say it was probably about seven. Okay. Seven or eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, this is it's fun. You get to know people a little bit deeper when you ask about favorites. Mm. So now it's time for Newport Island. And since we're all here in the same room, we're going to take the same vehicle, which is a pop-up shop on wheels. I don't even understand what that means. So, all right. <laughs> it's basically like a food truck, okay. but it's filled with clothing. And so this was like the oh. thing in California. Uh, well, you know, you'd go to these different events and there'd be wine and cheese. And then there'd be like, oh, go outside and you can look through this pop-up shop that's on wheels. And so. That's I, great. Yeah. And why do you ask, Lori? Because we're talking about clothing today and just the fruit of how, how that like helps shape our identity and so the game is called Who Am I? The Clothing Edition. Have we done any other editions of this game? No. But I just decided to call it that. Yeah. That leaves us open to do more editions. All yes. kinds of editions are setting know. up for the sequel. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you, dear Kelly, are going to assign each of us, Matt, Steve, and I, to a type of something. And we're going to do a few rounds of this. And so you're going to assign us, based on what you know, on our personalities, to firstly, a type of shoe. Now, I'll give you some options, but there is a you pick option in this first option. I can't stop saying option. Okay, number one. I'm just going to go with numbers now. <clears throat> A rugged mountain boot. Two, running shoes. Three, a cow person boot. See, I did not gender that. Cowgirl, cowboy. No, yeah. cow person. Four, clogs. Five, loafers. And six, you pick. So you got to assign us to a type of shoe. And so you can just pick one. Uh, Is this like a you pick two from Panera where she can <laughs> yes. pick two different shoes? You know like it. Like a crossover? Uh, one for each a foot? Hybrid? Yeah, one for each foot. Like oh. you, wear, you get one running boot and one ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. And you have to really wear them. Surprise. That's the part of the show. <laughs> Go run some laps. Or skate some laps. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Kelly. All right. You want to start? Yep. I love okay. the U-pick option. Okay, go Steve, there. Steve. Uh, I put Steve in Converse. Oh. All stars, black and white. Okay. The high top or the? No. Oh. No. Okay. The low top? I do have a pair of white all stars. Yes. With black stars yep. on them? Whatever Charlie Brown <laughs> would wear. Oh, and why is that? Why does he get that one? Because Steve is all American. He's oh. classic. He's moderate. Mm-hmm. He's loyal. Ah, that's great. Timeless. Yep. Does that seem right? If you could yeah. wear Converse every day, you would? Yeah. I dig it. I think so. All right. Next up. Matt. I'm going to put Matt in Birkenstocks. 
Ah. I don't hmm. even know what those are. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> They're sandals. Have yeah. kind of a Berkeley professor vibe beach. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Beach. Like, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, 60s. Yeah, some kind of very relaxed but intelligent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got guy. that. Yeah. <laughs> relaxed and intelligent. Doesn't want to fuss with laces. Maybe yeah. just slip them on. <laughs> Did you say woo to the laces? Oh, yeah. Tying the shoes. Yeah. That's a rough one. Right. I know. I mean, who's going to be teaching the girls how to tie their shoes? <laughs> woo. <The> Velcro. <laughs> and, oh, and last. Oh, Lori. Yeah. Um, I'm. This is what came, you know, I'm just thinking, how about, does anyone remember wheelies? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. Heelys. Heelys, that's what yeah. it is. Heelys, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I love those shoes. I never had a pair of them. I didn't either. I did think they were but cool. But I think you could rock them. I can yeah. see you, oh, just a minute, and you just would get those, break those things out yeah. and take off. Yeah. And I'd be like, walk, walk, walk. Hey-o. Yep. Wheeling. Yep. <laughs> I would like that. I think you could pull that off. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. Where are they? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I think you, there's no points or winning in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, good job. All right. Three, yeah. three, three points. Three I'll points. take that. Okay. Assign each of us to a type of haircut and why. You know it's coming, guys. Ooh. Number one, yep. the mullet. <laughs> Two, just straight up bald. Just shave it like Britney Spears. <laughs> three, the Bieber swoosh. He like has some, I think, longer hair now. I don't know. He might have just cut it. I don't follow his Instagram. You follow his Instagram. Don't judge me. <laughs> the four is the dad cut, which is just a regular old dude cut. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at a pair of them. <laughs> <laughs> and five is the half shave with the like, sorry, Matt jokes. He's like, Lori, you could totally do this. Let the like half shave hair. I know I could, but I feel like I'd stereotype myself so hard. Okay. And then six is like messy hair. Could don't care. I don't know. It's just like, whatever. I just woke up like this. Hello. So. Yeah. No, I have a clarifying question. here. Yes. This is what haircut you would look best in or if you were a haircut, you would be. I think it's if you were a haircut. Yes. You would good. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's, Go for that's that. how I okay. want to yeah, yeah. roll with this. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to start with Steve again? Yeah, we'll do the same, okay, same Steve, pattern. Yeah, you know it. You called it crew, dad, dad cut all yeah. the way. Oh, okay. And Steve, do you like that? Or are you like, I, I really wanted the mullet? Sort of hoping she'd say mullet. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I'm giving that to Matt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Matt gets the mullet. Totally mullet and Birkenstocks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Totally well, you know, there's the business in the front, party <laughs> in the back. You can bring both. I will say, though, when you rejected Steve's idea for a moment, he did like a head swoop. That was a little like, oh, I'm just dreaming of it right now. You know, I <laughs> you did fall it. in love with him Where's the because he had a mullet. I did. I did post that. Pic, yes. Didn't yeah, I? That's right. That was so nice. It worked. Me. It worked. It wasn't a severe mullet. No. It was, it was very nice. subtle. Very clean. Mm-hmm. A subtle mullet. It was a yes. subtle mullet. Matt, is that your dream to rock a mullet again? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it's getting thin enough on top that the sides poofing out would, would <laughs> just, and the, and the back, I mean, it would just look weird you at do, this point. You do poof more than you grow hair. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, la- and, and me. Oh, you know, bald. <laughs> you are that girl. You would do it. You do it in solidarity. Someone were sick or yeah, they just did it for fun and they regretted it. You would side with them. Yeah. You I would. got the chutzpah to pull it off. Chutzpah. 
There yeah, you go. I just Thank go you. ahead and yes. Brittany it, but I wouldn't be doing it out of like my own craziness. <laughs> I didn't want to say straight up craziness, but you said it first. Stress. Yeah. She was under stress. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see it in my wheelies. I'd be so free. <laughs> All right. And our last but not least category. Did I say category again? Uh, no, no what you were saying, saying before options. was option. Oh, category. I thought of a new word. Good job. <laughs> okay. Is a type of coat. If we were a type of coat, what would we be? So here's the options. Trench coat, which is a trench coat. Chesterfield coat. Kind of looks like a pea coat, but it's kind of, it's like the more in style one. According to Google, when I typed in types of coats, mm. it kept coming up. Vests always. So you're just that person. It's like yes. snowing. You're like, I got to rock this vest. Simon Guevara, which is yes. my brother-in-law and y'all's friend. Yep. He just rocks that vest yeah. in a beanie. Mm. Uh, something puffy. You know what I'm talking about. A starter jacket. <laughs> that is also something puffy. But you guys remember those from the 90s? Mm. Oh, it's yeah. Some sort of uh, had one. Team. You Pistons. had one. Pistons. Yep. Wow. Yep. Was it like all the I boys liked it. you with your Pistons jacket or were you like straight I wanted, up Pistons? I wanted them to, but no, I just <laughs> loved it. I loved the Pistons. Wow. I like it. Uh, a black or brown leather jacket. So you can think either 80s style or more now and then or something with sparkles. Mm. I'm going to go Steve jean jacket. Oh, so you're throwing in a curve. Yeah. That's, yeah. All, that's always a last denim, option. Denim. denim. Like yeah. what color denim? Because a light denim jacket, I mean, it's either on trend or just a medium, medium Medium wash. Okay, because he could just wear that for a while. For sure. I think that's what he was wearing when he had the mullet. Yes. The subtle mullet. It is. I thought it was lighter, though. I thought there's no acid washing on it. (laughs) I can't remember. Well, in the photo that you saw, I I didn't have the denim jacket. (laughs) Oh, okay. But when she fell in love with me. It was the oh. the mullet and the it was a Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, of course it was jacket. Tommy Hilfiger. Sure. I yep. did not know that. Yep. Matt Craig yeah. and his Matt, he was a coat. Now Matt, I, I feel like he's been disappointed with my choices. Have you been? So I'm I'm waiting for the whole package, like the Birkenstocks <laughs> okay. with the mullet and what jacket is gonna tie this whole thing yeah, together. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a Sherpa vintage leather yeah. jacket. There That's go. good. Right there. That's good. So he's it's I think you he are do a MacGyver. It. It is. That's, is he's going to yeah. jump in an airplane. Yes. There you go. This, yeah. There is yes. no greater compliment a man can receive <laughs> than being compared to MacGyver. Excellent. Did he wear flannel? Sometimes. He I mean, would, sometimes. It would be like he, he just Canadian. ripped his shirt yeah. in muscles. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I think there was some flannel going like on. Like intellectual muscles. Yeah. 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 Blowing up cars with pine cones and stuff. <laughs> I'm seeing Sherpa everywhere. Ah. Yeah. I could see it. Justin Timberlake. JT. Yep. Mm. I mean, if he's doing it. Yeah. Okay. And how Lori, about me? Trench coat. Yeah. All the way. The like um, camel color. Mm-hmm. Something to yeah. hide those Yeah, but could go classic or, you know, that you could do a, a jazzy red one like oh, Carmen, Carmen Sandiego. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's also my dream. There's yeah. no greater compliment than yep. for a woman to be compared to Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Intrigued. <laughs> yes. Intrigued. Yep. And I'd like With that With her hat. Heelys. Yeah. <laughs> She, she could get See? away and they There's probably a beam. push yep. a button yep. and they go to Where flames. in the world did she go? Where, <laughs> Where in the world? She went somewhere oh, on those heels. just here. And she's bad. And bald. <laughs> and bald. <laughs> she lost her gorgeous brown hair. All right, guys. We've been having fun. Um, so let's continue the fun and move into some more depth with the heart of the matter. 
So in this segment, we talk about the gospel and we talk about why we brought our guest here. In addition to talking about Carmen Sandiego, it's also, you know, just what you do and why you do it. Uh, but we ask every guest who comes on here the same pair of questions uh, because the goal of this podcast, believe it or not, is to talk about how the gospel is good news for everybody every day. So we ask you that. If the gospel is I'm more sinful than I believe and more love than I can imagine, when was it first good news for you and how is it still? Mm-hmm. I would love to answer that question. Um, first good news to me when I was seven, mm-hmm. seven years old. In my little house on Rabidou Street. Not on the prairie? Nope. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And these two elderly women came and knocked on my front door. Mm -hmm. And my mom went to the door. And they said, are there any children here who would like to come to a Good News Bible Club? Mm. And my mom said, hey, Kelly, (laughs) do you want to go to this thing? And I said, what is it? And they said, "Um, we're going to have some stories and some cookies. And there will be some other children there. Aww. And I said, yes, I would love to do that. And my memory is that I went there one time and they shared the gospel. They told me about Jesus. And specifically what I remember is that they said Jesus would make me clean. Mm. And because of some things that were going on at the time, that was very appealing to me. Mm. And so the... This one woman said, well, if this is something you want to do, if you want to exchange um, your sin for Jesus's righteousness, and I got the gist of that at seven, then you just pray this prayer. And she took me by the hand and I said, yes, I really want to do that. And I repeated a prayer after her and it worked. That's what I remember thinking was, I feel clean. Uh Like I could feel the Holy Spirit's presence immediately. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was happy. And yeah, that's um, that's my story of meeting Christ. That makes, that's so inspiring to me because I think, honestly, I can eye roll sometimes at things like VBS. I'm like, what is it actually mm-hmm. doing? But to hear that inspires me again. I'm like, okay, no, it can be serious. And like, I know I accepted Christ at a Bible club. So why do I forget that? Why do I roll my eyes when yeah. like, wow, that changed yeah. your life? It was powerful too, because I, I knew they were motivated by love. You could yeah. just tell. Yeah, totally. Why else would they do that? You know, just going knocking on doors, bake, so sweet. baking cookies, and it was <laughs> wonderful. And I, but I never went back. It was maybe ten houses down the road. I yeah. have no idea. Just that one day. That's amazing. So Kelly, I'm I'm guessing, and you can feel free to fill in the blanks that there was maybe some ups and downs. But like, when did it maybe how, did the gospel like sink in further? And then how is it now still good news? Yeah. Um, for sure, bumps and valleys and highs and lows and all that. But it's still good news because I still get dirty. Mm. <laughs> I still have that desperate need for intervention and for, you know, just love of other people. And so yeah. you get that. You get that whole package with Jesus. Mm. You get him and you get companionship and um, just that the sense of acceptance yeah. and that there's nothing he can't fix or make better or clean up or um, just be with you. And I love it. Thank you for sharing. And I know that, and, and it's just, it's evident in what you're saying that there's like a deep aching, precious intimacy between you and God, like just from just the words that you're saying. And 
I know from the bit that I know you is like that, that the ministry that you do is, is fruit of that deep, precious, aching, intimate love. So what, what is that ministry? And, and then how, how did it arise? Um, well, it's, I'm always kind of embarrassed to talk about it, but um, whenever I ask the Lord, well, what do I say? I'm always led to just tell the truth. And hmm. this is the truth. Since my very earliest recollection, I could always see what was cool about other people, what was unique, beautiful, special. Hmm. Um, and I thought that everybody could see that. But when I would speak to it, often I would get feedback that no one had ever said that. For instance, um, my mom would have a friend over and her daughter would be there. And I would notice how amazing her hands were. And hmm. I would say, you have beautiful hands. Hmm. Can I can I put fingernail polish on you? Wow. And she really, you know, she would say something like, really, I don't think my hands are anything special. And I hmm. would think it's the most obvious thing about you. Uh -huh. How can you not see that? And that has always been the case. Yeah. Like, have you ever noticed? And then I'll speak to it. And someone will, you know, the people that I comment on will frequently say no one has ever said that. How and that really? makes me very sad. Yeah. Um, but how beautiful for you to notice it and not just notice it. And I feel like maybe I would or other people would just like notice something and be like, oh, but now I'm not like in like mm. harbor resentment as opposed to you being like, let me compliment that person and actually say it out loud. Like what a mm. blessing that is to people to actually out I loud affirm so. them. Yeah, I really hope so. Sometimes it's unusual, the things that I say, yeah. but I, I'll blurt them. And I guess maybe I'm just comfortable being a little weird. Yeah, I love it. You know, yeah. um, have you ever noticed how your hair glistens and it has some red? And, you know, and I'll start going on and on and get kind of dreamy. And it's so great. It, it can get weird. But ultimately, I think that people appreciate being noticed. And absolutely special. Yeah. Everybody is. Oh, it's so precious. So then you notice this about yourself and then what what arose from it? Okay, more weirdness. Okay, let's go with it. Let's roll. So maybe seven years ago, I had a party, which is another thing that I've been doing since I was a little girl. Um, Having parties? Yes, I love to throw parties. Great. And um, I didn't have the means as a little girl to do much except have parties for my mom and my aunt in my garage. Oh, <laughs> And um, so I started doing the grown-up version of that um, where I would just invite my friends over to my house and I would come up with a theme and the weirder the better. And so one year <laughs> the theme was wisdom. Hmm. And I thought, you know, everybody has a bit of wisdom that they could share with other people. And I think parties should be free and fun and where hmm. you don't have to bring anything and you hmm. don't have to do anything except show up and yeah. be loved and have fun. So I invited all of these friends to come over and bring three pieces of wisdom. And I said, it can be anything. It can be a product that you like, or it can be somebody else's wisdom that you've employed and you really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And we all ate and we, I think I had prizes. Yeah. Of course you had prizes. Yes, I had prizes. <laughs> she always has prizes. Uh oh, I, I like give her a prize for our goofball well, island. <laughs> Another I'd time. like to refinish furniture. I think I, I kind of worked on this thing then anyway. Back to the point, um, the way the style consulting came into being is that I thought, what do I have? What's my wisdom? Hmm. 
And I just think the Holy Spirit just planted this idea in my head. I think the first two were something like, like window cleaners, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, I like this brand of window cleaner. It's really great. <laughs> and I think I said the thing about, I am a mother of all boys and you can touch, boys are um, easily distracted. And I have found that when I touch my son on the shoulder, he listens to me better. Hmm. Again, a little strange, but my third thing what took the cake and that was, um, I'm kind of good at noticing what's cool about people. And if you would ever like to meet with me, I could probably make you feel really good about yourself and maybe I could um, do your makeup or something. <laughs> How weird is that? I mean, I'm a grown woman. I'm like in my 30s at this point. Yeah. And I thought no one is ever going to want to do this. Yeah. But I knew I was supposed to say it. <laughs> so I say it and then it just kind of sits out there. But then people started calling me. There were uh -huh. probably like 35 women at this party. Yeah. And the first woman calls and she says, I think I would like to do that thing where I come and meet with you. So I thought, oh man, I, I better start researching because I'm self-taught. I have no idea. What am I going to do? So that's how this came into being from that party and from my legacy of noticing as a child, I taught myself how to do color analysis and personal style analysis because people just started being interested, word spread, and I started to realize God has dropped something from heaven and I better do well with it. So that's a great story, like <laughs> legit. But I know when you met with me, it wasn't just Lori, let's style consult. It was like a very spiritual, holistic, like, who are you sort of thing. So can you lean into like, I guess, kind of the goal and then the like the four categories that you mm -hmm. lean into with people so what's the goal of yeah. this style consulting because it's not just like let's make you run walk the catwalk right it's there's a yeah. in, inner deeper purpose mm -hmm. yep the goal would be to discover together it's very collaborative mm -hmm. between me that person and god yeah i, mean, I, can I have for that i have to pray the whole time so i just come out and say I'm not the expert here. Hmm. I am the little helper of the expert. And you know a lot more than you think you know. Which, like about what you like? Yes, yeah. and about who you are. And so I'm trying to find the created good, the original intention hmm. that is often masked hmm. by insecurity and wounds and just time and sometimes just ignorance. Hmm. Uh, there was a lot I didn't know even about my own style and how to be me yeah in yeah. a free and enjoyable way so just to take a quick theological detour if people are listening and they're like i mean should we even care about clothes like why should we care that's a great question and one that i still think about a lot yeah uh, the best answer i have is when you do that you actually think less of yourself when you care less about when yourself you do the process yeah when you do this process and mm -hmm. you find out these are my colors these are the shapes that look good it simplifies your life in a way where you kind of know this is as good as it gets yeah and you can stop worrying do i have the best haircut is this the you know does this trend look good on me you can know oh um this is how i wear trends or no i'm not a trend person and you are freed up to focus on other people. You kind of forget about yourself. Okay, let me vouch for that too. Because when you helped me, because I was like, ugh, okay, because I kept trying to put on different 
like masks in my like head. Okay, so this is like what a speaker looks like. This is what, you know, I don't know if this is like too gay or not gay enough. Or I like I just was so <laughs> stressed out by like, what right. am I supposed to look like on a stage and at churches and this conservative? But when you came and you're like, here are your brands you should look for. And this is your, let's go floral. Let's go this, which I still want to dive into those four different categories. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then this is your boots and stick with jeans. And you're like, nope, your hair, you need to keep it down and do this crazy curly thing. Like I still am like, I ain't changing my hair. I'm not doing this. Like it gave me so much confidence. And so Matt's like, for Christmas, you know exactly where to go and buy me things. He knows yep, which brands. I do love Lauren <laughs> right. Conrad at Kohl's. Soft natural, right yeah. there. So can so I just can vouch for that because I think about it so much less, and it just feels like it accentuates what God made me to be, and it does. I don't stress as much. Go ahead, Steve. Well, and I can also jump in here because so many of us see what looks cool on you know xyz celebrity Uh or whatever you know and we're like okay okay that that's a cool look i want to try that on and what kelly does is kind of like confirms whether that particular look is actually right for you as an individual yeah you know so versus trying to i don't know be more like someone else it's helping you be more who you are yeah and then you think less about yourself it's just let's just clothe it so tell us about the four styles, because I've mentioned yeah. it like four times. <laughs> so well, what are they? What are the categories, essentially, that you try and, I don't know, right. that walk people, people through? Yeah. Yep. yep. I usually start with um, color analysis. Yes. Which I always say is the easiest component of what I offer to do by itself, um, because the other three are very overlapping. Hmm. So... If you want to do just one component or what's the most important, I usually say color analysis mm-hmm. because we look at each other's faces the mm-hmm. most. So, so that like how color analysis would be like what colors you should primarily yeah. stick yep. to. So like cool colors. Right. I use some um, seasonal charting system. It's a, called the Ferial 4x4 and that's 16 different possibilities. Hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, I think you were a light summer. I think so. That, right. And it was so helpful. You're like, nope, no red. Nope, no black. And that, right. I like just eliminate it. Half my clo- yeah, closet was black and I don't touch it anymore. Pretty mm. much. Yep. So color analysis. Yeah, so you've got huge. color analysis. Yep. Then next, um, dressing for your body shape. Yeah. That's just construction. That's your bone structure. Yep. Do you have broad shoulder line? Um, yeah, that's pretty easy and straightforward. I like I liken it to a house without siding. Mm. You know, are mm-hmm. you a Victorian yeah. Are you a ranch? You know, you're just your lines, your yeah. bone structure. And just how Kelly does that, too. If you're like, oh, body shape, I'm really like feel bad about myself. It's so not shamey in the way that you do it. It's very just Thank let's God. just look at it. Like, let's just let's look at this and just so that yeah. we can dress you for how you are. Run for the hills. Yeah. If, I always say if someone criticizes you or mm-hmm. that's just not necessary, you do not need that. Yeah. Um, especially from someone you're looking to get help from and I've experienced that and that's been Mm. very wounding so I'm sorry for anyone who's experienced that Mm. um Mm. then the are we on the third or fourth so we did third oh and my favorite style identity or style personality yeah super fun that's more um like the finishes the siding on the house Mm. um is it wood is it stucco that's more um the shape of your Features like the shape of your eyes, the lines, mm-hmm. um, and the textures, even the texture of your hair. I know this sounds strange, but like some people have glossy eyes. Mm. They're very like? um, 
a lot of times if they have brown eyes, dark eyes, they mm. can have like a, a shininess to them. Mm. And uh, women will look good with really full glossy lips and glossy eyes. Um, so just coaching people on how to replicate that in their clothing mm. to have like a matte finish in their clothing. Or do they look good with metallic sheens that are highly polished? Mm. Some people's skin looks highly polished. And so the theory is that when you replicate your construction and your finishes, yeah. that is the most pleasing like echo. Oh, so like your clothing matches yeah. your natural, yeah. how God made you. Right. Oh, right. that's super neat. Super fun because most people think that that is derived from just what they like. Yeah. But there's a reason they like it. And yeah. that's a reason it looks, the reason they like it is because it looks good on them. And I inform why they like it. And that again goes back to what you said, Steve, about the like, oh, but I should probably like that. And mm. that's really cool when you're like, no, yeah, it's nice because you so simplify it to like, you don't have to like that. Let's find what you can and are okay. You should like, really. Right. Let's lean in where you're naturally yes. gifted, I guess. Well, and it's never a hard sell because I really believe people know what they look good in. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm even thinking right now, is that true? Yes. I've never had someone, when I said, you should be wearing this, say, but I don't like that. Wow. They, they like it. know what they like. I had one client who said, um, apologetically, she said, well, I, I like to follow trends. Oh. And I knew, I bet she is a dramatic, hmm. a dramatic style identity is someone who can wear what looks severe on other people. Hmm. A lot of metal, a lot of straight lines. Think Calvin Klein. Think hmm. a runway model. That's the what? That's the dramatic. Dramatic. Okay. Dramatic. What, what other style? Um, well, style I need to give credit to David Kibbe. Okay. This is where, you know. Thanks, Google, David. Yes, and Google. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you said dramatic. Yeah, there's what 13. Other? Let me see if I can do them. If you okay. Can, okay. You've got the dramatics, yep. and then there's the offshoot. Um, even within the dramatic family, you can be a soft dramatic. Hmm. So you've got dramatic, soft dramatic, then the classics, straight up classic. That's your sister, Alicia. That's Alicia, mm -hmm. who's married to Simon with all the vests. Is yes. that Steve too? Is Steve the classic? Steve is a classic, yep, right okay. there in all the middle. American. Yep, okay. then you've got soft classic and dramatic classic. I'm okay. a DC. A DC, I love it. And the classics, <laughs> think of like if you're going to do women, the straight up classic is going to be Grace Kelly. Mm -hmm. Like less is more, mm -hmm. real streamlined. She's the queen. Yeah. And then the soft classic is the princess. Mm. A little bit softer and you want to add some polka dots in there and lace and things like that. Uh -huh. And then you've got the dramatic classic, the naturals. Mm -hmm. You've got natural and then soft natural and flamboyant natural that's going to be a lot of cheetah prints and crazy leather it's great it's fun yeah and then what's left gamine wait was i a soft natural yes you're okay. soft natch okay yep soft natch yep <laughs> sn go on pinterest They're all, it's all over that's it's amazing. gonna be super easy for people to find okay good so then you've got gamine how do you spell that's that g-a-m-i-n-e some okay. people say gammon but i say okay. gamine okay. i looked it up in the dictionary <laughs> just trust her okay yes that's um audrey hepburn Okay. Um, then there can be a soft gamine or a flamboyant gamine. And I don't know if that's 13. Oh, romantic. Romantic. Okay. Think of Marilyn Monroe. Everything is lush. Everything is round. Lush. Okay. Glossy. Lush and round. Beyonce. And glossy. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we are ready for the fourth component, which is what? Yes. Face shape, which might sound simple and not important enough to be a whole component by itself. 
but it affects a lot of things, a lot of choices like jewelry shape, yeah. um, haircut, glasses, hmm. hats. Should you wear scarves? Are you a scarf person? What are the face shapes if people did want to like Google it or look at Yeah, there's a lot of hybrids, but basically you've got round, square, oblong, which I would say is the most common in my experience so far. That's mostly you're straight on the side with rounded edges. Hmm. Like top and bottom. So you're doing straight sides. You're straight. Your cheeks aren't your widest point. You're pretty much the side of your face is exactly the same Okay. On the sides and then rounded on the edges versus an oval will have the widest point at their cheekbones. Oh, there you go. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, that's just really fun. It really helps with sunglasses and things like that. Because, you know, you can drop a big amount of money on a pair of glasses. You would like them to look good. Oh, and yeah. Save time. Like, oh, you need, you know, you're going to look good in rounded shapes or. Yep. Yeah. Stuff like that. So helpful. So, you know, you, you do all this and I've mentioned some things of how it's helped me, but how have you seen it affect people's lives? Like, do you, can you think of a story of how just walking someone through this just really helped? Yes. Them? I mean, and it runs, um, you know, from very dramatic um, spiritual experiences that mm. are very healing, especially in the beginning when I had a lot of time to devote to prayer. Yeah. I would spend weeks. I would meet with someone and I would spend about two weeks Just absorbing myself in um, what they had shared and just really asking God, how do I bless this person? In fact, I did this. um, I would make a portfolio and I would ask God for what I called an essence blessing. Like when I'm with them, more than like, what is their vibe? What's radiating from their heart? And it was very poetic and um, I really enjoyed it. And I, would, I wouldn't say these are words of God, but more, this is my impression. Yeah. And you take it and do with it whatever you want. So really like taking from your childhood, like not only calling mm-hmm. out these beautiful physical features that you see in people and their right. uniqueness and helping them align it. It's like, this is this beautiful essence I see coming from you as best as I could tell as right. a fellow human right. being as I'm praying and discerning. Right. And what a, a gift. A lot of these women were my friends yeah. in the early days. Mm-hmm. So I had the advantage of knowing them mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. And one friend um, had um, an injury where one of her eyes is permanently closed. Mm-hmm. And she has suffered so much grief and pain um, because of that. And when I met with her, I noticed how beautiful her feet were. Wow. And I said, you know, I think you should play that up. I think that you should really just go crazy with shoes and sandals mm-hmm. and even pedicures. You And she did. I wasn't, it wasn't a consolation prize. Her feet were exquisitely beautiful. Aww. And, um, you know, she kind of laughed about that. And, and then I tell her that, you know, if she's going to invest in anything, um, it would be in focusing on her feet if she would want to do that. And so she, you know, kind of laughed and said, okay, sure. And I I do like sandals and I do go barefoot a lot. Maybe I will get a pedicure. Now, the essence I had given her, I need to tell you, was true gem. Now, I would always recognize that this was something from the Holy Spirit because I didn't want to say it. Hmm. Um, Usually it was a little bit off. Maybe it wasn't how you were, um, like, what's the phrase that you say about something? You're a real gem. Yeah. That's what we say. You're a real gem. Mm Mm-hmm. Or well, true blue. Like, yep, yeah. right. exactly. So it didn't make sense to me. And I thought, mm, I'd be thinking, oh, they're going to think that's weird. And she doesn't remember that phrase. But the Lord, I tell you what, when he tells you something, 
he tells it to you and he doesn't change his mind. Yeah, right. So he's like, that's what you asked for. This is what I'm giving you. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah. That's what it is. For her, it was true gem. She's just a very genuine person. And I kept seeing these jewels on her feet hmm. in my imagination. So I gave that to her and she comes back two weeks later and says, you're not going to believe this. I went to this party and I'm talking with this friend and we're not going on too long before he said her name. He said, you know, you are just, you're just a true gem. You're just a true gem of a person. She said, Kelly, I almost fainted. But that confirmation that the Lord cared about her in a personal way affirmed all of that beauty that I had been able to see, but it meant so much more that she received it, you know, that I was a conduit really of his love. Oh, and so she's taken off with those sandals every time I see <laughs> yeah, her. You know, she's just, just working there, doing it up. Yeah, I love it. fun. That's and that's like the blessing of ministry, or really just being a disciple is being that conduit. But even as I'm saying this, I just I just feel like I'm cheapening the beauty of what you just said. So it's just another again HIMH podcast moment. Where it's like <laughs> thank you Jesus for these yeah. beautiful people you bring and mm. obedience. Yeah, and I can't help but think honestly about clients. When you're talking, because working with people who are, um, who have experienced trauma, mm. a, a lot of people dress to hide. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and I think that for someone like you to, to have this, this ability to, to see like the beauty in someone, the, the, what makes them special and to be able to help them bring that out is probably terrifying for, for some of them at times because they've spent their life avoiding that, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I honestly like, you know, Lori, you mentioned that you would you know, gone through this process with Kelly and, and I've been able to see that a little bit in you mm-hmm. because I mean, you were groomed from such your, your time in corporate world where yeah. it was like, everything was, was black and, and white and like, you know, suits and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, and, and that's so not your personality. <laughs> and, but I, I could see it like driving you crazy, mm. like before going and speaking, because you were so worried about, okay, what am I going to, what am I going to wear in order to say that I'm professional, but also to, to, to not feel just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so usually what ended up happening was you address for your perceived audience as opposed to dressing like your true self. And yeah. and so after having gone through this with Kelly, like you've got your floral patterns and it's like, you know, not these severe black colors. It's usually like a tan or, or something. And, but it, it's, it's helped to, to bring you alive Aww. to, to the point where it's almost like you, you've shoved these people who might be judging you based on your dress out of mind because you've in a sense found the way that you're supposed to look. Yeah. That's really sweet. Thank you. And like today, just even I felt so confident. I was like going to wear black pants today. Like I just speak a couple times like, nope, jeans, jeans and I'll (laughs) do these floral shoes. So Kelly, as a means of a last question for those who are listening and are like, I feel like a total mess. I don't know how to start. I don't live in Grand Rapids. Like, can they contact you or what? What should they do? Like, what's a good step? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I keep trying to retire. <laughs> and then I throw you on a podcast. And then um, I'll meet someone and I think, oh, I know I can help them. And so um, I don't do anything like official. It's all, you know, yeah. just interpersonal connections. But the way I learned was I did searches so I could give some tips there. But really the first thing that I would recommend anyone 
do is that they pray. Mm. Because a lot of times, a first step to even being able to receive this, I mean, you kind of have to want to. Yeah. And some of the most difficult um, consultations were when, like, a husband would hire me. Oh, for his wife. Right. Mm. So if someone else says, hey, you need this, mm-hmm. even if they're they're motivated by love, I would have to earn that trust through like a half an hour. I'm sure. Of um, like yeah, just breaking you. it. I yeah. am for you. This yeah. is not mm-hmm. about criticism. Yeah. So um, I would say the first thing to do if you're at all interested is consider that it's an invitation from God, you know, yeah. that you're being pursued and um, pray about it. Pray for a door to open. Maybe you'll meet someone or you'll find a book mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, and it depends on your means. Like if you can, if you have the discretionary income to hire a colorist, I would say do that first. Mm-hmm. Just do a search, um, you know, free yellow pages or whatever and look up mm-hmm. um, colorists mm-hmm. and um, read the recommendations. It's hard to do your own colors. Mm-hmm. So you would need a good colorist, and they're out there. They're not that hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't be afraid to interview them before you just go and pay the money. Ask them if they have a philosophy about it. Ask them what system they use. I really do like that 16 different possibilities. The 4x4 mm-hmm. four four system is really comprehensive. Um, so I would say check that out. And um, do it in community. Hmm. Your friends or you know, just the people who love you and that you trust are one of the best sources for knowing what looks good on you. Yeah. So get a friend and find the David Kibbe style identity quiz online. Hmm. I still do Kibbe, it. K-I-B-B-E? K-I-B-B-E. Okay, yep. David Kibbe, Kibbe style quiz. I'll link to there it are, on our, our yep. page. There are a ton of forums out there. Very helpful. Pretty much his whole book that's called Metamorphosis. Hmm. You know, you can check it out at the library. Um, there are a few copies I see every now and again on um, Amazon. So I think those would be good starts. But um, pray about it mm-hmm. because a lot of, you know, sometimes there were people I would meet with and they weren't ready to receive the changes. So a lot of heart healing can really ready you. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of got to know where where am I at? You were wide open. You know, you were just like, <laughs> I did a lot of work let's on go. myself. Yeah. yeah. You you had had significant healing. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that that has occurred, the more you're going to be quick to um, make the changes. So I, I would say gauge where you're at in heart healing mm-hmm. and just, um, you know, anybody can start at any time, but it's going to take and you're really going to take off if you're at a healthy place emotionally. Kelly, this has been beautiful both internally and externally and um if people wanted to like email you could they do that okay so i will throw kelly's email address out there if you guys wanted to i don't know have a at least start at least at an email level and she's so sweet and will just love you and honor you and um Again, I can't just talk highly enough. This really wasn't didn't mean to be an advertisement for you. I just wanted to talk about like yeah. the gift of like just the internal and external. We talk so much about the heart, but like really what we wear is such a fruit of it. And it, I loved what you were saying. Like it, it makes you think about yourself less uh, to just have this because then there's not as much stress beforehand. We can just go and serve and do. And it just Definitely. accentuates the beauty that God has given each of us. So, Kelly, thanks so much for being on this podcast with us today. Thank you. I have loved it. Good. 
For all of you who are uh, our listeners, we I will try and remember to put this on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but to ask this question, but um, what does it mean to obey God? Isn't that just like such a scary phrase? Obey God. I feel like there should be lightning bolts and things like that. And what do we do with our emotions if we don't want to do it? Like it just sometimes it feels like our emotions get in the way. And like, but I don't want to. And like, I don't know. How do you guys deal with that tension between like both obedience and then your emotional angst against this obedience? I just I feel like that's just a conversation I want to have. Um, and for those of you who do listen, thank you for reviewing us on iTunes and sharing this podcast with a ref- with some friends. Uh, if you do write us a review, just kindness and compassion. And <laughs> actually, we like constructive feedback, too. It's actually been helpful for us at times. Um, and then we train churches. I just always want to put that out there. Hole in My Heart Ministries, we train, train churches on how to journey well alongside LGBT people. We're, our 2019 schedule is starting to fill up. So... Reach out to us uh, if you would like us to help just teach you how to journey well. And we are going to link to all the Kelly O'Dell recommendations, some of those quizzes and things like that. And hopefully I can find that book, the Metamorphous book. And I will offer her email address too so you can reach out. But thanks so much for being with us today. For all of us here at the Hole in My Heart podcast, we will see you next week. I haven't yeah. yet gotten to the second one. Wow. I haven't that, yet started R2-D2. But he will. If he starts something, he will finish it. I if am impressed. Book, he is impressive. Well, that is good. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Super excited. We'll I should have brought pick. it in here, but... We'll, we'll take yeah. a pick with yeah. it. Don't don't take too close of a pick. Because <laughs> I'm like, looking. I can see... Well, from a distance, you're like, whoa, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. But I know all the, you <laughs> know, like, kind of like... There's some flaws here. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. But that I tell myself, that makes it even more like the actual Millennium Falcon because it also has its... I mean, the hyperdrive isn't working on that thing. Exactly. I mean, come on. Exactly. Uh, okay. It was a perfect gift for you. It was. Oh, I'm so glad. I literally, I always pray before I get people presents. That sounds stupid, but I really do. And I was like looking and looking, and I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, Matt, is this good? And you were like, yes, it's perfect. So that was... It's it was smartest, prayed for. It's the smartest thing Yeah. to pray before, because I am a gifts person. Yes, I am too. I and I feel embarrassed by it. But I really I know. Right? And then if somebody get it's really hurtful. If that's your love language, if I that's know. something that you really are like, oh, yeah. And then they get something that's basically like, Hi, I don't gift know card. You. Yeah. I don't Candle. know you. I mean a gift yeah. card if someone doesn't really know you. But well, like when someone takes acceptable. time yeah. and thought and prayer into something, it's it means a lot. Yes. Is Steve a good gift giver to you? Mm. Oh no! Uh oh! Oh, that's so hard. One time he was. One time. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) You both agree with that. I don't even know what you're thinking. Is that just your cross to bear? It is a little bit. Oh. Yeah. It was um, that date when you got me the new Toby Mac album. Oh yeah. And you took me to Kalamazoo. You took me to Sackett Brick, and we went to Food Dance. It was amazing. Oh. Great. When we do this, when we are actually starting the podcast, yeah. You'll have to either get closer to the mic or not do the soft voice that you just oh, did. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yep. true. So I just got to be right here. Yep. Pretty much. It's Talking like it's an ice cream the time. It feels weird mm-hmm. and it kind of feels smelly, yeah. but you, you guys are pros. <laughs> smelly. <laughs> it is. There's Especially kind of this a, orange one. I mean, smell that there comes is an off odor. the mic. <laughs> You're smelling it. It yeah. does, doesn't it? I don't. I like, must be immune like to that. Orange. It's like a piece of cheese. Over <laughs> yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this do you have water in case? 
I get clickety clackety. Uh, yeah, you, you can get. I would get it for you, but I'm. Yes, I don't think I am in. yet. But tell me if I get. Well, if you don't mind drinking my water. Of course I don't. Oh. We are married. At least of my concerns. <laughs> <laughs> gifts right. of water. Yep, that was a good okay. one, Steve. Thanks. Matt's that's actually a good gift, gift giver, you, so now I, I feel learned so that Matt to is. Be. He's learned He's, to be. He used yes. to be horrible. There's horrible. A, there's a and story then there were enough that, yeah. tears shed. On that first that's day. That's my problem. I don't no, cry. Oh. I need to cry. Yeah. Oh, please, I was like, please, please, <laughs> don't, please don't cry. <laughs> Do it on this podcast. We're shifting the whole yes. focus. <laughs> If presents could heal a marriage, yep. <laughs> Steve, it's all about you. 